The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. So that just gives you a feel, uh, and, and if you're part of that, you feel the power, the energy of it, and the, the masculinity and force of it. And so, so out on the streets, again, this is just getting to people's attention more, but something been going on for, for many, many years. Um, then Kanye West was just on an interview with Alex Jones, InfoWars, whose views I have repudiated differed with for years. I was against him being censored years years back for other reasons, but absolutely have repudiated his, his views on many subjects over the years. So he's on with Yi and with Nick Fuentes, who is an anti-Semite and someone that recently dined with Trump, which Trump said, I didn't know who he was, etc. So I just want you to hear this interchange. This is in an interview with, with Alex Jones. That's right. You're not Hitler. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well... I I see I I see good things about Hitler also. The Jew I love everyone and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love um you know us and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts and you can love what we're you know what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good, and I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. Yeah, horrific, absolutely horrific, completely unjustifiable remarks. I'm not blaming that on, on Hebrew Israelites. I'm not saying that they said it. That's what he said. That's what... Kanye West or Yee said, as his name has been legally changed. Uh, uh, absolutely abominable statements, especially Hitler, you find good, and one, one of the most evil human beings who ever lived on the planet and led, led to the deaths of not just 6 million Jews, but probably 20 million people in World War II because of his madness and his evil. In, in any case, it's just further exposing things. But here's what I want to do. I want to take a few minutes to get into some specifics in terms of Jewish history, and then I'm going to go to the phones, all right? So we're going to do this first. In the revised and updated edition of Our Hands Are Stained With Blood, so this came out in 2019, I expanded this section, uh, among other sections. There's a chapter called Lies, 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 and here's the lie that I dealt with in this chapter. Today's Jews are not really Jews. They are actually members of the Hazaric kingdom who converted to Judaism. Further variations on this notion include the belief that the original Israelites were all black. All right. So this is a lie that I refute in the book at some length. Uh, while sickening with sickening regularity, anti-Semites, in particular members of the black Hebrew Israelite cult, make this accusation. You are not really Jews. You are Edomite devils. The white man is the manifestation of Satan. The original Hebrews were all black. And then I have a bunch of quotes like that of people saying those things just within the last few days. I can go to the YouTube 
video that we reposted, my interview with Vocab Malone from a few years back about Hebrew Israelites, and you could see the, the junk coming. I mean, the most vile stuff we delete. But, I mean, on a regular basis, ugly comments and, and lying attacks and things like that. So it's constant. It's constant. Instead of dealing with facts and evidence and history and verifiable data, it's just name-calling. All right, so uh, I say I could multiply citations like this by the thousands uh, or if I scoured the internet by the hundreds of thousands, meaning that an increasing number of people believe this nonsense. But is there any truth at all uh, to it? If Ashkenazi Jews are really Jews, why they, in this case, why they, including me, why are we Caucasian? Weren't the Israelites originally Middle Eastern? And don't DNA pr tests prove that Ashkenazi Jews are not really Jews? As for black Hebrews, doesn't the Bible indicate that the original Hebrews were black? So these are questions I deal with in the book. So I start here. Let's begin with the obvious. First, slightly over half of Israel's Jewish population is Sephardic. And virtually no one claims that Sephardic Jews can be traced back to the alleged conversion of the Khazar kingdom in the 8th century. So right there, the idea that, quote, today's Jews are not really Jews or the Jews living in Israel are imposters goes out the window. Kiss it. Goodbye. Second, Hitler, along with European anti-Semites for centuries, persecuted and hated the Jews for one reason. They were Jews. Does this mean that Satan himself was trying to wipe out the wrong people and for no good reason at that? All right, I'm going to get back with some factual historical data, and then we're going straight to the phones. Thanks for joining us on this important Thoroughly Jewish Thursday broadcast. The Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Get on the Line of Fire by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. That'll be especially relevant tomorrow. Shabbat Shalom a little bit in advance. Welcome to the Line of Fire. This is Michael Brown. Our phone lines are open, 866-348-7884 is the number to call. Uh, I've got so much information here, and our hands are stained with blood that's relevant. I'm going to see if I can get the publisher's permission to just post these pages, the relevant pages, uh, with the endnotes online so you can read, because I'm not going to have time. I, I want to get to callers. Uh, I'm not going to have time to go through all of this. But... I want to give you the essence of some of the error here. Again, the lie that today's Jews are not really Jews. That is a lie. The lie that all blacks can trace their ancestry to the tribes of Israel. That is a lie. Those things are not true. There are white Jews. There are black Jews. Those things are true. There, were there white Israelites in the ancient world? No. In the ancient world, the time of Moses, they weren't, they weren't, we weren't right. Certainly not. That's through intermarriage over the centuries. We weren't black either. All right. We would have been brown skin would be most likely and from, from all the evidence that we have. And it's interesting that the one discussion of this in around the early second century, a rabbi happens to mention that the Germans are white, the Ethiopians are black, but the Jews are like boxwood. So a, a light brown color. This is in the, in the early second century. But the, the colors are material to me in terms of if Jesus was black. I, I, I worship Jesus the same way because it's not the flesh that I worship. If he was white, I'd worship him the same way. He wasn't. It wasn't black either. 
But either way, that's immaterial to me. If Moses was a black man, that's immaterial to me. If Jeremiah was a black man or a Chinese man, that's immaterial. All right, he wasn't either of those, but, but those things were immaterial. Here's what I point out, though. Linguistic studies, archaeological studies, and most importantly, DNA studies destroy the idea that Ashkenazi Jews are descendants from the Khazar kingdom. As one expert noted, since the late 19th century, the so-called Khazarian theory has promoted the idea that a bulk of Ashkenazi Jews living in Eastern Europe descended from medieval Khazars, a semi-nomadic Turkic people who founded a powerful uh, polyethnic state in the Caucasus and north of the Caspian, Azov, and Black Seas. The theory received a recent boost with the 1976 publication of The 13th Tribe, a book by Arthur Kessler. Most recently, the Hazarian hypothesis has been promoted by authors like Tel Aviv University professor of history Shlomo San and Tel Aviv University professor of linguistics Paul Wexler, as well as the geneticist Aaron Elhak. Despite this institutional backing, the theory is absolutely without evidence. As any historian will tell you, generations of Jews, like generations of any people, live historical traces behind them. These traces come in multiple forms. For starters, people leave behind them historical documents and archaeological data. Predictably, archaeological evidence about the widespread existence of Jews in this area is almost non-existent. While a series of independent sources does testify to the existence of the 10th century in the 10th century of Jews in the kingdom of Khazaria, and while some of these sources also indicate the ruling elite of Khazaria embraced Judaism, the Khazarian state was destroyed by Russians during the 960s. In other words, we can be confident that Judaism was not particularly widespread in that kingdom. And, and then it got wiped out. Here, here's the deal. And again, it's going to be too technical to read through all of this. You can trace things. And in other words, we can go back before the time of the New Testament. <clears throat> we can go back to Jewish people in Babylonian captivity. We can go back to actual documents that were written about it from the Babylonians and Assyrians. We can go back to previous Israelite history where others are writing about it. We can, we can go back to, to the Moabite stele where, where it's reference it to Israel and battles with Moab. We can go back to the Sennacherib stele where Sennacherib says he has Hezekiah shut up in Jerusalem like a bird in a cage. We, we have this ancient Near Eastern verification of these stories. Then we can see where the Jewish people were. We can trace the Hebrew language. We can see how it developed. The idea that, that Hebrew, as it's been passed on through the centuries by the Jewish people, is so-called Yiddish-European, is, is more mythological than Santa Claus. It is complete, bizarre, ridiculous, out there with zero, zero, zero linguistic support. And you can trace the language. You can trace the people. So we can see from Babylon. Then we can see the Jews that came back and resettled. We can see the Jewish people that were there in the time of Jesus. We can see where those people then were scattered after they were exiled from, from Jerusalem and from Judea in, in, in larger, larger form, became known as Palestine. We can then see where they've been, migrated, interacting with church leaders over the centuries. It's all traceable. We can see the languages that's been preserved. We can see how it's developed. We can see letters and morphology and phonology and things like that. We can explain why in Hebrew you say shalom, but in Arabic you say salam, and, and in Aramaic you say shalom. We can, we, we can understand these things. There's history, there's detail, there's fact, there's information. And then you have some other groups creating this whole new way of using Hebrew. You, you, it, it is completely mythological, completely without linguistic support, and completely breaks down the actual structure of, of the words, the nouns, the, the, again, the morphology of these things, 
it, it's it's like me saying I'm speaking English to you and I begin speaking French. It's it's that bogus. But when you have people who are not educated in these ways, when you have hostility to the white man or hostility to the Jew added in, and then when you have black suffering and African suffering in history, often at the hands of white men, then you get this ideology of hatred that then fuels the false theology and then failings in the church and all of that. It's all too easy to demonize and come up with these new ideas, but they are 100% bogus and to be utterly rejected. And I'm happy to have a formal, moderated, equal time debate with any respected, qualified Hebrew Israelite leader on any of these subjects that I'm talking about today. Um, let us go over to uh, Jaw in New Jersey. Thank you for calling the line of fire. I appreciate it. Good afternoon, Brother Brown. How you doing? Doing well, thank you. Hey, um, so Dr. Brown, um, I'm in New Jersey, and um, out of my 23 years of living in New Jersey, I have seen a lot of people who identify as people Israelites, you know, on the street corner. And, um, you know, I would hear them putting a lot of emphasis on how Esau is the white man. And, you know, and, and I just never could understand why. I understood the doctrine, but I just never understood why there was so much emphasis on who the white man was opposed to them just preaching the gospel, you know, Jesus died for our sins. So I noticed that, right? And um, I also remember, you know, I, I'm someone that, you know, I, I just started encountering the Holy Spirit, I want to say, for a year now. But probably like two years ago, I had came into agreement that Jesus is Lord. But I remember having older people around me who were just pointing me back to Deuteronomy. Um, I believe it's Deuteronomy 28, I'm not really sure, and yeah. mm-hmm. showing me about, you know, um, the, the slavery. And I speculated, but something in my spirit, um, Dr. Brown, I just wasn't able to, you know, um, it, it just didn't make any sense to me, you know, um, that God will be racist towards other people, you know. So I speculated you know that, but I also wanted to just encounter God for myself, opposed to hearing, you know, what other people were putting in my ear. Yep. And, you know, it became, it influenced me in a way, but I was just never, it just never sat right with me that God would be racist. And, you know, I just remember um, older people just going to certain verses and indicating that certain nations that were spoken about were Chinese people and that, you know, I just could never comprehend it. So, yeah. you know, I'm in my curtain state now, Dr. Brown, I'm, you know, I'm I'm aware that the gospel is that Jesus has died for our sins. You know, um, we live in readiness to meet the Lord. And I just have negotiated with certain people. You know, I'm a person of color, you know, and some people are older than me. I'm 23, you know, and they'll make these comments, which I know now is false. And I just want you to help me, Dr. Brown, with, you know, um, if you can suggest a verse from the Old Testament that just shows how God, you know, um, makes it clear that other nations are able to be saved, yeah, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and in fact, here's what I want you to do. I want you to stay on the line. Uh, in a moment, uh, when we get to a break, our call screen is going to come on. I want to send you a free copy of my book, Our Hands Are Stained With Blood, where you get into Jewish history. We deal with some of these other lies here. But remember the gospel. Whoever 
calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. You find that in Joel 2.32. You find it reiterated in Romans 10, 12, and 13. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And again, Romans 10, 12, there's no difference between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is, is merciful and rich towards all, richly answering all who call to him for salvation. As for the misinterpretation of Deuteronomy 28, 68, that it's referring to Africans, no, it's referring to the Jewish people sold back into slavery, into Egypt, and even going on ships, which, which we have a couple of different times in Jewish history, has happened in the ancient world. Jews would have been put on ships after being brought into captivity and sent back to Egypt in slavery. It, it is literal to try to interpret it metaphorically, figuratively, like Hebrew Israelites uh, do, does, does not work. And the Lord will bring you back in ships to Egypt, okay? So Africans that are slaves in America were not slaves in Egypt, okay? That's, that's not historically accurate. This is the Jewish people who were in slavery in Egypt, a journey that I promise that you should never make again, and there you shall offer yourselves for sale to your enemies as male and female slaves, but there will be no buyer. Well, there were plenty of buyers, tragically, for African slaves, horrible part of American history, but there were plenty of buyers. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. It's about the Jewish people in exile and even sent back to Egypt. Fact. All right, John, I want to send you a free copy of my book, Our Hands Are Stained With Blood. We come back. Uh, Jackie, Patrick, Dennis, stay right there. We'll get your calls on the other side of the break. It's The Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Get on The Line of Fire by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Thanks, friends, for joining us. Welcome back to Thoroughly Jewish Thursday. Hey, if you don't have my app, by all means, download it. Ask Dr. Brown Ministries, Brown ministries download the app you can get it on apple you can get it on google android make sure you put ministries in ask dr brown ministries and when you get it scroll down you'll see real messiah click on that that's our jewish outreach website that's where we've got whole videos rebutting counter missionary rabbis and whole debates you can watch all for free on real messiah so get the app ask dr brown ministries and then scroll down to real messiah all right we go back to the phones Let's go to Jackie in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Welcome to the Line of Fire. Thank you. Hello. Hello. And I come in greetings in the name of Yahshua. I do use the true and correct Hebrew name and title. Uh, I read one of uh, your articles that you said that Yahshua could not be the name, and it just uh, pricked my heart because I knew that I have proof and evidence to show that it is Yahshua and not Yeshua. So right quick, I would just like to run over a couple of things. Sure. Exodus 3.13, where he, Moses was given the name, and he wasn't. Lord and God are titles. They are not names. 
So when Moses was at the burning bush and he received the name, he received Yahweh. Yahweh being the father of all. So we come over here in John 5 and 35 and 43. The Savior of the world says, I am come in my Father's name. The Father's name is Yahweh. So if he's coming in the Father's name, and I failed to mention, Yah is the masculine portion of the Father's name, and Way is the feminine portion of the Father's name. Yeah, Jackie, so let, me just, let me just jump in. Yah is not masculine. Way is not feminine. That's 100% false. That's that's Can that's I like saying a dog is a cat. No, I I just want to jump in though. That's that's okay. a complete. There, there's no anyone that knows Hebrew at all knows that that's that's a myth. There's nothing to it. It's like saying a dog is a cat and and the rain is an airplane. There, it's part of a verb. These these are there's no masculine or feminine in it. This is this okay, is a, a verb. Uh, all right, and let me just back up also. Coming in someone's name means in their in their power in their authority. His name was not Yahweh. Jesus' name is not, not, and we know the pronunciation was Yeshua. There's, there's no debate about that, all right? But coming in someone's name means coming in their authority, coming in their power. His name, you agree his name was not Yahweh, right? No, his name is Yahweh. No, no, the name of Jesus, you're not saying that the pronunciation no, of Jesus, Jesus is Yahweh. No, Jesus is not Jesus, it's Yahshua. Right, right. So Yahshua never existed in history. It never existed. We know the Greek was Jesus. Because, You're not because letting I, me hear my right, but Jackie, 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 hang on, hang on. Mm -hmm. I have a PhD in Near Eastern language, languages and literature. Okay, in other words, if you put a Hebrew text in front of me, I can read it fluently. If you put an Arabic text in front of me, an Aramaic text, an Akkadian text, I can read these, some faster than others, okay? I can trace what? the language. I can trace the history. I can trace the words. I can trace the pronunciation. Yahshua never existed. There are no Hebrew names. There are no Hebrew names in history that start with Yah at the beginning of them. Okay. If they had the divine name, it would, it would shift in, in accent and emphasis. We, we just, what about this Elijah? Right, it's the end of the name, uh, Eliyahu at the end of a name, at the beginning of the name, you never have Yah, you have Yeho, like Yehoiakim or Yoshia. Right, because, right, that's the name of God, not the name of a person. He says, What is he, the name that he gave Moses at the Yahweh, the, Yahweh is the name. Okay, and uh, he said, This is his name forever. Right, that's his name. He sent his son into the world with the name Yahweh is Savior, which in Hebrew is Yehoshua. Okay? So, so and, and Yehoshua <laughs> is the short form, is Yeshua. This we know for a fact. There, there's no, there's no, debate about it. We have it in so many yeah. different ways. We have ancient pronunciations. Yeah. We, we have, as it comes into Greek, it's Jesus, not Yasus. We have, as it comes into Syriac, it's Yeshua. Into Aramaic, it's Yeshua. Into Hebrew, Yeshua. We have it written. We have vowels. We have evidence. It's it's not a debatable okay. thing. Can I, can I speak just for a minute? Yeah, and uh, I, don't mean, I don't mean to insult, but wherever you're getting this, wherever you're getting this from, Wherever you're getting this from is, is just myth. It's all mythological. There's no, no truth. We're getting no... divine vision and revelation direct from the Creator Himself. Well, no, that was, not, that was not from Jackie. If you claim that you got a revelation that's saying Yah is feminine and uh, Yah is masculine and Way is feminine, that was a deceiving spirit. That was not divine revelation. Yeah, I'm just saying, um, not proof. 
Oh. What I'm saying is you've never given me a chance. I made the statement, but I wasn't able to prove what I was saying. But there's no proof. But, but listen, okay, is 2 okay. plus 2 41? Just, just Jackie, uh, uh, Jackie, Jackie, ha- hang on. Hang on. Uh, we got a really bad connection. So if you're not speaking directly into the phone, please take us off speaker so you can speak directly into the phone. All right, Jackie, is 2 plus 2 97? No, 2 plus 2 is 4. When you make a statement that is factually 100% erroneous, I mean no insult to you, when you make a statement that is erroneous, that that Yah is the masculine part of the name and Way is the feminine part, that is one hundred percent bogus from beginning to end. Every part of that statement. And is what false. proof do you have that it is? It's the Hebrew language. Anyone that knows Hebrew knows that. What so they do Hebrew to, doesn't use consonant, so they have the tetragrammaton, which is Y H W H. And who there was is, the first ver- man ver- created? Jackie, it is a verbal form. It is not divided okay. into Yah plus Way. So you, you refuse not- to accept the name is Yahshua means Yahweh is salvation? There is no such name as Yahshua. It is Yeshua, okay. which is short for Yehoshua, which means Yahweh is salvation. All right, Yah- t- t- yeah, t- t- tell you what. I... <laughs> With all respect, Jackie, I don't know anything I could tell you that's going to change what you're saying. I, I don't want to take precious airtime to belabor this, but Yahweh is what it would be called a third-person, imperfect, hifil form from the root Hava, all right? And, and then which ultimately becomes Hayah. That would be the argument that in terms of how it is understood. So the root is Hava. The Y at the beginning is simply means he, it, it is making it an ongoing form or a future form. He will do, he will be a certain thing. Okay. And then the rest of it is, is a verb. So even to divide it as Yah plus Way, it does not work. It does not work. It's like my name is Mikhail. You can't divide it as as M-I-C and then second part H-A-E and then L. No, it doesn't divide like that. It is Mi-Cha-L. So anyone, even with one week of Hebrew, or let's say one month of Hebrew, would know what you're saying is completely bogus. So let me say it again. Yeshua is short for Yehoshua, which means Yahweh is salvation. So the name of Jesus means Yahweh is salvation. All right? That's true. There is no such name as Yahshua. Never existed, never attested in history, linguistically, demonstrably false. I don't know what else I can tell you. But, but please, please, I, do you think I have an axe to grind? Do you think it matters to me, and, uh, aside from truth? It, 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 you think I want to win an argument here? It's just simply fact. It's like you're Jackie calling from Chattanooga, Tennessee. All right? If I was sitting there with you, I'd know you're Jackie calling from Chattanooga, Tennessee. If you tell me you're, you're actually Boris calling from Siberia, well, it's not true. But what, what can I do to get someone to see truth when simple facts are, are rejected? I mean no insult. I mean no insult. All right. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, let's go to uh, Patrick in Cleveland, Ohio. Thanks for calling the line of fire. Hello, Patrick. Are you there? All right. 
Patrick's not there. Identified as a Hebrew Israelite, so wanted to speak with him, but not here. Uh, let's go to Dennis in Fairmont, uh, Fairmont, Virginia. Welcome to the line of fire. And Dennis is gone. Well, isn't that interesting? Okay. Phone lines are open if you would like to call in, if you would like to take issue with anything I'm saying based on fact. Now, now I want to be totally candid. There are people in all camps, in all groups, of all color and all background, to whom facts are meaningless. Okay? Facts are meaningless. So whatever you present, they're going to hear a certain way. So if, for example, you are told that certain people, you can't trust them, if they look like this, if they sound like this, and no matter how persuasive they sound, it's just because they're good liars— what can you do? I mean, how can, how, can you, uh, how can you present facts to them, right, when, when they're not going to hear the evidence? So like I said, we, we know the history of the Hebrew language. Even if you argue for an earlier different pronunciation of uh, Yehoshua over the years, we know ultimately how it developed, all right, how it developed ultimately as Yeshua. And as I said, we can attest it in multiple ways. We have uh, all of the tradition of the, the Hebrew vowels once vowel points were added centuries after the New Testament, preserving ancient traditions that vocalize the Old Testament name as Yeshua. We have the way it is written in Syriac, right? So, so Syriac, the, the Christian branch of the Aramaic language, we see that it is Yeshua there, not Yah. We see that the Greek name Jesus, Jesus, has the A sound, not an A sound, coming from Yeshua. So, so we know all this. It's not debatable. If his name was Yeshua, wonderful. If his name, that's not the issue to me. It's simply factually untrue. And if it, if it messes with you, then you need to go to the Lord about it and say, God, I, I'm having a hard time hearing what this man is saying, but he's got evidence, linguistic evidence, factual evidence, it's, it's not disputable. You won't find any Hebrew scholars on the planet arguing for Yahshua, any credible Hebrew scholars at all. You say, you're just a lying, eat of my white devil. Hey, may you come to know the love of God and the truth of the gospel, because I'm walking in his freedom and his joy and his grace. My heart goes out to those walking in deception. I, I really mean that from the heart. Nothing condescending. I really mean it. the line of fire with your host dr michael brown get on the line of fire by calling 866-34-TRUTH here again is dr michael brown thanks friends for joining us on the line of fire you know one of the the things i studied in my grad school years was historical grammar so you would see how certain words developed how certain forms developed through history 
Uh, you can see certain things in, in ancient Near Eastern linguistics, like the so-called Canaanite shift, where long-accented ah became o. Oh, hence, as I mentioned earlier, where we have salam in Arabic, but shalom in Hebrew. We also know why we have the sh in Hebrew and Aramaic, but we have a, a sa in Arabic. Or, for example, the number three in Arabic is thalath. In Aramaic, it's talat. In Hebrew, it's shalosh. We know why we have tha in one, ta in the other, sh in the other, and a versus o. Oh, we, we can trace these things. We know how they shifted. We know how certain letters and sounds morph together in alphabets. And this can all be traced. It's, it's understood, all right? So it, it's, it's not like you're just making something up out of thin air. And again, we can trace back the Jews that Jesus interacted with as Jews, mentioned over and over in the New Testament as Jews, and what happened in their subsequent history after that in the literature that they developed and, and where they were scattered around the world, this can be traced. I'm going to go to the phones in a moment, but uh, from our hands are stand with blood. Let me just read this, this one part to you um, about DNA evidence. Uh, and quoting again from some top researchers, a number of different theories have been proposed to explain Ashkenazi origins. So Jews like me of Eastern European, German background and things like that. Uh, the one with the best genetic support now is that the founding fathers of Ashkenazi Jews were Middle Eastern Jews who migrated to U Europe and found their soulmates, soulmates among indigenous Europeans. It's another blow to the theory promoted uh, about, uh, excuse me, just skipped a page there. The theory originally by journalist Arthur Kessler and more recently by geneticist Aaron Elhak, that European Jewry, Ashkenazim, are descendants of converted Khazars, a formerly pagan empire that ruled parts of Eurasia in the last late first century. In other words, myth, myth, myth that that happened. So why are there white Jews? Why are there black Jews? Why are there Chinese Jews? To say what we've said many, many times before, as Jewish people were scattered out of the land, right, over periods of time, they would assimilate into surrounding cultures and be lost to history. So some of the tribes of Israel, remnants of them, lost to history because they assimilated into the world around them. Others continued to practice Judaism and intermarried with people in the surrounding uh, places that married in. In other words, you're, you're Middle Eastern Jew living in Europe, so women are now converting Gentile women are converting, white women are converting to Judaism. As more and more happens over more and more centuries, now you end up white. The same happens in Africa. Middle Eastern Jews, Middle Eastern Israelites make their way into Africa, begin to intermarry with the African population there. Not, uh, and this African population, these different groups are converting to Judaism, like Ethiopian Jews or Lemba, etc. So over a period of time, you now are, have black Jews. Same with, with Chinese Jews, Asian Jews. Best as we can tell, the Israelites of old would have been brown-skinned. In any case, if they're all black, if they're all white, is immaterial to the larger scheme of things because Jesus dies to save everyone. And all who put their trust in God through him can be saved and forgiven. Uh, let's go to Sean in Jacksonville, Florida. Welcome to the Line of Fire. Hey, how you doing, Dr. Brown? Uh, definitely well. good to hear from. I think this, I think this is an interesting time. Um, 
conversation, um, I myself, I guess, in some sense, identify as a Hebrew Israelite. I don't necessarily like to use that term, but I know from uh, those on the outside tend to say that. I would more so look at myself as the stock of B'nai Yisrael um, and consider myself a Messianic Jew. Uh, just want to, you know, I, and I think you kind of answered my question, what you were just saying, just saying that, like, you know, Jewish people basically went through the four corners of the earth, and they married those that were around them. And I was going to just simply ask, with those having the claim here in uh, America, do you think African Americans do have a legitimate claim in saying that, hey, we are Israelites? Now, I won't go so far as to say that we're true, because then that would disenfranchise other people that have the same ethnic Got claim it. as well. But just do you believe that? Uh, we have a legitimate claim according some, to what you've studied thus far. Some, 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 uh, a, uh, a small minority, just like a small minority of whites are actually Jews or Israelites <laughs> uh, heritage. A small minority of blacks are also Jews slash Israelites in terms of heritage. So it's a small minority, but certainly there are legitimate <laughs> claims and DNA testing can help with that. And then doing your best to get family histories as far back as you can go to see how far back Jewish identity was maintained or Saturday Sabbath was kept or, or eighth-day circumcision was practiced. Because you know, you'll have these tribal groups in Africa that have these ancient practices that, you know, they still observe seventh-day Sabbath, circumcise their sons, only eat kosher food, but they don't even have the full knowledge of why. So, yes, some are okay. definitely legitimate. And then some, it's a matter okay. of, you know, joining in, converting somewhere along the line. Yeah, so a, minor, a minority of, of whites worldwide are Jews, a minority of blacks worldwide are Jews, but some are definitely legitimate. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Like I said, it was a yep, great thanks. dialogue. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and th thanks for the spirit of your call. Very much appreciate it. Like I said at the outset, it is not anti-Semitic to say that all African-Americans are Israelites. It's false, but it's not anti-Semitic. It's anti-Semitic to say that today's Jews are not really Jews, or they're all the synagogue of Satan. That's anti-Semitic. Or that Jews, uh, you know, control the world. That, that's, that's false. That's a lie. Are there disproportionate number of Jews in influence? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Based on education, divine calling to be world changers for better or worse. But do they control the world, trying to take over the world? No, that's, that's false. Uh, Let's let's go to Manuel in California. Welcome to the line of fire. Hey, Doc. <clears throat> hey, Doctor Brown. How's it going? I just want to give you a shout out. Uh, give myself a shout out too as well. I just want to say I just can't believe it, Doctor Brown. You know, because uh, everybody wants to claim something. But let me let me give you an example. If we were claiming, you know, like if we came from you know Africa or something like that, it would be a big, you know, big uh, media coverage right but since it's the opposite way around it's just it's, it's been crazy but i just want to say you know uh when are you going to debate a uh hebrew israelite so we can check up and see what's going on with that as soon as as soon as one takes up my offer it's been out there for years as soon as one okay takes up yeah. my offer yeah i, I mean I get challenged you gotta get mocked and ridiculed on you know youtube <laughs> and these other places all the time and i'm i'm happy to do it the key thing is it has to be someone that's recognized within their community as a leader Right. Because, look, if, if I went to, to fight Tyson Fury in a boxing match, right, as the you know, heavyweight champion, within a second, I'd be knocked unconscious and maybe dead. Right. What does that prove? No. But when he fights a top heavyweight, then it's a fair battle. So I want to be fair and make sure if I have a debate, it's with someone who's recognized within their community as a leader. All right. Then then it's a fair debate. 
All right, then we can agree on the subject and do it. So I want to be fair to Hebrew Israelites. That's my whole thing. I'm here. Contact me through the website. Call in the show. I'm happy to have the debate. We'll agree on the subject. Formal moderator. We'll get a neutral moderator. We'll do a live internet feed for the whole world to watch. Let us do it. Hey, thank you for the call. I got time for one more. Uh, let's go to Chris in Covington, Tennessee. Time is short, so weigh right in, please. Hey, how you doing, Dr. Br- uh, Dr. Brown? Doing well, thank you. Uh, first of all, I will say this. Uh, I've, I've been watching you for quite some time. Uh, I am a Israelite. Um, I am black uh, as it relates to color, if there's, since you have black Hebrew Israelites on your thing there. Uh, I'm also a believer in Messiah Yeshua. Uh, I also preach on the streets, but I also accept all colors. I don't care who you are. The blood of Jesus cleanses you. So that's my backdrop. But I also believe that the original Hebrews were people of color. I also believe that there is some deception going on. Uh, But I'm not out there uh, fighting against Ashkenazi Jews or whoever. Uh, I've listened to rabbis and I've listened to... um, uh, read books, I guess, concerning some Jewish rabbis who make certain statements and certain comments, and, you know, they did documentations as well. So what do you have to say concerning Jews or other Jews who are saying that there is a legitimate claim, like you just said to the other caller, there is a legitimate claim to those of us who came through the diaspora. Uh, I've talked to kings of Africa, and I'm still in conversation with kings of Africa, who also know certain things. So somebody somewhere has some false information somewhere. Yep. So Chris, <clears throat> I, I got to jump in just because I'm at the end of the show. So let, let's do this. All right. First, we agree. Jesus is the savior of all. The blood of Jesus is the only way to God. All of us sin. All of us fall short. All of us mercy, need mercy. And I can claim I'm a Jew or an Israelite, whatever. I need the mercy of God through Jesus. Chris, the same, all of us. So we agree on that. All right. Here's what we need to do, sir. Uh, let's let's plan on early in the new year, just because of broadcasting and, and time away and being in India next week, plan to call in on a Thursday earlier in the show. All right. Uh, plan to call in if you can early in the new year, early in a show when you can, especially on a Thursday. And I want to give you more time to interact on this. Fair enough? So I want to get your call in and give you the time I could. And we'll interact. You can ask the questions, where the falsehood is, where the deception. We'll take some time together, all right? Let's do it. Be blessed, friends. Jesus, Yeshua, is Lord. Another program powered by the Truth Network.